Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Okay. Hi, YouTube. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to clap first. One, two. No, you just do it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. Hi, YouTube. Nice to see you. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Okay, so this episode is staging. Yeah, kind Stage of the to whole sell. seller consultation. The whole the whole operation. Why they need your guidance. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is Alyssa. Oh, hi Alyssa. Hi Katie. <laughs> so nice to see you today. You're still getting feedback that people are not still. sure. Yes, we just oh, got a recent man. one. So Alyssa here. This is Katie. I'm the staging. I'm the, I love, my love of staging knows no bounds. And I just love telling people what to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect fit. I love going into a house, Duh. especially that's just totally cluttered and lived uh, in and just bringing light into the home. I, and I love a before and after. Me too. I cannot Makes me get so enough happy. of that. That's the best part of every HGTV show. I know. The before and after. And yeah. Staging is that thing. Yeah. Right in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. I know. It's amazing. So I guess today we're going to cover sort of what happens in a seller consult, even though we've covered it a little bit. And then we're going to really dive deep into some tips for staging so that if a homeowner listens to the podcast, they can maybe take some practical tips and do some of the work to get their house ready to sell. We have found that there are several agents out there that don't feel comfortable, like they don't know how to properly communicate to a seller that your drapes need to go or that your art needs to go. Yeah, there, or there's a lot of confrontation. There is. And difficult messages involved in proper staging and home prep. Yes. And, you know, it's hard telling people because they do take it personal sometimes. Well, they like the drapes. Yeah. And, and I always tell them, if I was here for dinner, none of this would bother me. No. In fact, I would love it. No. But I know what your house needs to look like when it's for sale and it's just totally different. And I tell them too, if I was going to sell my house, I would need a month. Yeah. Oh, me too. Get it ready because you don't live the way you do when your house is for sale. So I used the same home stager for years and did seller consults with her. And I love them. They were great. And she would say it this way. And I thought it was so helpful. Design, like staging is not the same as design. How you have decorated your home and designed your home cannot be wrong. Right. Because it's what you like. Mm -hmm. But staging has to appeal to a broader audience. Right. So you're trying to neutralize. You're trying to appeal to more people. Mm -hmm. So your floral drapes Mm -hmm. have to go. Yes. (laughs) And that's too, I tell them, 
I do work with buyers also, and I know yes. what they're saying. And if I don't tell you the truth up front, right. then you're going to hear it in the feedback of showings. Right. So and I better tell you before they do. You, absolutely. I think as agents who may be timid about this topic and nervous to tell sellers things they don't really want to hear, mm-hmm. just know the amount of confidence you come at with it will will get them into a place where they understand if you approach it without being mean. You're going to say, I love your collection of penguin figurines, but you know, it's a little distracting to a buyer or I love just giving examples. If I tell them all of your beautiful personal photos have to come down, I say, listen, when I'm in a showing with a buyer, I can't tell you how many times they stop, look at your photos. Maybe they say you're a cute family. Maybe they say, oh, wait, I, I think this them. is Mike. Yeah. Mike works in my sister's <gasps> office. Yeah. Like it's, and then they're completely distracted from your home. So there are reasons behind what the advice we give. But if you can back it up with a story, the seller is going to be like, oh, I see. You're not just telling me something that makes no sense. I don't want to take down all the pictures of my family. They're everywhere. And that's hard work. Uh, that's also something I want to say. It is work to get your house ready for sale. Oh, yeah. Please do not let sellers believe that it is easy and that they can just throw a sign in the front yard and that the buyers are going to come swarming in because we all know, because we just did that HGTV episode, Yep, buyers are savvy and buyers have high expectations and buyers are not going to just look past your maroon painted dining room walls. And I think because of HGTV and we live in a market where people are paying thousands and thousands of dollars for professional staging. Yeah. Houses are looking better and better. And then the expectations the are getting higher and higher. I mean, your house has to look good. Yes. And a huge part of our job as a listing agent is to guide and direct the seller to do that. So you just have to find your voice, Yeah. practice being comfortable with it. You yes. just have to. Yes. And if you're not yet comfortable with it, I mean, I did it with a home stager for years. I love and adore her, but I don't really need her anymore because I have the confidence to say, I know the right things to tell you. Right. I have, and and I have an eye for design. Yes. Please, if you know that you're not super visual, if you don't have an eye for design, if this makes no sense to you and you're like, I didn't think it looked bad with the fake floral, um, hire a stager, yeah. hire another agent to help you get someone, get an outside perspective of someone who is visual because yes, some of the buyers may not be visual, but some of them are going to be very visual. Well, you know, what's funny is that I feel like I do a good job helping sellers get their home ready. Right. Then I have friends who call me and say, I'm renovating my kitchen. Can you help me pick out colors? Yeah. No. No. You're like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, not the one. I don't have an eye for design. Yeah. I don't have an eye for like picking things out and knowing what goes good together. Mm-hmm. But I know what a house needs to look like to sell. Right. I know how to make it beautifully. Because you're editing. Yes. I can edit. Yeah. I can't build from scratch. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I always panic. I get this question all the time. People ask me what color they should paint their shutters. Oh, yeah. They're so, I just don't know how to answer it's that tough. question. Because it's really different per house. It is different per house. But I just feel like I can do a good job helping them get their house ready, but I wouldn't be your designer. Right. So it's interesting. Different skill set. Yeah. But it is interesting. But if you don't have either of those skill sets, Mm -hmm. find someone that can help you. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't be a listing agent. Like when I called you to help me do my bookshelves at my house. I love a bookshelf. (laughs) That's my favorite thing. And if you guys follow on my Instagram, I have a whole um, highlight button for shelfies. (laughs) Shelfies. Shelfies. Because I love to do a bookshelf. It's literally my creative outlet. 
Um, it's just fun. Yeah. But not everyone has that. So that's okay. Um, I want to also say that when I have a, my seller consult, I am telling them what my goal is. And my goal is to help them prepare before they hit the market so that they can sell their home as fast as possible mm -hmm. and with the least amount of showings. Sure. So if you get your house fully staged and ready to go, you might only have a weekend's worth of showings. Yeah. Well, if you've got kids and pets and a life, this is a big deal to be able to cut down the amount of times you have to let someone in your house. Right. Because if you're having poorly staged homes are going to have to be shown over and over and over again, because now we're waiting for a buyer who can see past it. Right. Have the vision. Yeah. And we hmm. don't want to have to do that. No. So that's always my goal. Um, and, you know, honestly, a lot of the staging stuff you do, it's not even that expensive. A lot of it's free. Most of it's cleaning and removal and decluttering. And it is free. It is time consuming, but it's free. So in our template course, yeah. we included our pre-listing template. Yes. That we send our sellers. Yes. That lets them know what to expect when yes. we come to their house. And it includes the list, the attachment of how to prepare your home for picture day. Yeah. And I like that and you staging. do it this way because... Well, you, that evolved because yeah. what was happening is I wasn't giving them that list ahead of time. Uh-huh. And then I show up and they're so excited for me to see their gorgeous home. And they're so disappointed when I start saying like, okay, well, we need to put this away and we need to remove your drapes and we need yeah. to flip your bedspread over to the solid side. And we need, then they're like feeling self-conscious, like right. she hates our house. Yeah. Because most sellers, when they know you're coming, they put their house in its best condition. And then you come and like pick it to Tear pieces. It apart, so yeah. I was trying to figure out how can I prevent this from happening? Yeah. So I decided to send them my checklist early. Mm -hmm. I explained to them that this is a checklist that we made with my photographer yep. and other real estate professionals. Mm -hmm. And this is what your house looks like when it's for sale. Yeah. And it's different than when you're just living in it. And that way, when they're reading it, yep. they go, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, right, right. they experience the surprise in private. Yep. And then when I get there, there's, there's no hard feelings. Right. They're not pre-delivered the message. Yes. They know that I'm not just picking on them. I like that. It's just gone so much smoother. That's and, good. and sometimes I have people say, can we reschedule for next week? Because we do want to work on some of these things yeah. before. And then I started telling people, look, I encourage you to have as much done on the list as possible. Right. So that when I come, we're just working on the details. Yeah. Um, it's It goes a lot easier for everyone if the house is majority ready. Yeah. Um, because I don't need to get there and tell you to power wash and, right. and do things. So it has helped with how long the appointments take. Yeah. The listing appointments are extremely cut back. Yeah. Because they already knew what I needed and what we were going to talk about. And mm -hmm. all of it's almost done. And then I don't have to go back to the house multiple times yeah. to check on their progress. Right. <laughs> because it's done. It's done. It's yeah. already done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I also always tell them, you know, if you've got to shoot me a text with a photo yes. and a question, I'm here and I'm ready. But you're some things are hard to do unless you've seen the house. So even if right. you gave them the whole list, you're just not going to know what their situation is. Mm -hmm. And remember... These people are living in their home. So it's just like anything. Things are happening around them that they don't even realize. It builds up slowly <laughs> over time. It's just no, like watching yeah. a kid grow that's yours versus someone sees it every six months. They're yeah. like, oh, this kid's so huge. Yeah. Well, 
the house had maintenance issues or a buildup of clutter or whatever it was over time. Right. So they may not even notice it anymore. Mm -hmm. It just ended up there. So you have to keep that in mind. I also wanted to say that I have taught a class at our board of realtors um, a couple of times that is on occupied uh, staging. Yes. So um, I'm just kind of looking at the slides as we go through, but there's a couple of things that we cover in the class that I think are important. And one is staging also includes the condition of your home. Oh, 100%. So if there is maintenance to be done, a stain on the ceiling or rotten wood on the shutter or anything visual, of course, if your carpets are dirty, they may need to be changed or for sure cleaned. And if the stain's still there after you clean them, you, you might have to replace them. them. I know. I, know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have taken a staging class before that I thought was great because one of their seller questions is, what is your budget to sell? Mm. So like, what? how much money do you have to get the house ready? Right. Like, what, you know, cause it's gonna, and it kind of turns on the light bulb for them like, oh. Mm, I like, might I, have to spend a little to, bit. Right. So, and you might only have to spend 500. You might need to spend 3000 but it's going to yeah. make you 10 extra but on your what, sale. Yes, what's $3000 when you have a $300,000 house right. or even a $200,000 so house? Painting and carpet, I think are two of the things that you might have a large ticket item but you need to do and you're going to get all the money back. Yes. I mean, assuming that you've got the right equity in your house, but I mean, it's going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. So deferred maintenance needs to be addressed pre-listing. Um you need to do the maintenance and do those changes. Do not offer an allowance. No. An allowance is not going to cut it in Allowances the eyes. are not well received. No. They're hard to do with the lender. The lenders are frowning upon allowances. Right. It's just It just complicates everything. And we're back on our HGTV buyers. They think they're walking in with their toothbrush and their clothes. They're not... They don't have the time. I don't have to do a thing. Because here's the deal, people. It is time-consuming and work to move. Yeah. So no one wants to add on top of that, paint the dining room, you know, replant the garden, do all the stuff that needs to be done. Um, so you want to you wanna do that. Don't do an allowance. Um, also, you'll get sellers who say, well, I don't want to pick the wrong thing. Like, what if they're not <laughs> going to like the um, tan paint I pick. I'm like, they won't know the difference because right. it won't be maroon. Yeah. So it'll be fine. It's fine. It's going to, it's going to be neutral. It's going to be fine. If you need help picking something, get an agent to help you or get a stager to help you get, get help. Yeah. Um, I have repairs and updates. They're going to dis- buyers will discount you more than those things cost. So mm-hmm. let's say you don't change the carpet and you're like, I'm going to just wing it and I'm going to show the house the way it is. Buyer come, you listed at market value. Buyer comes in and they're like, Okay, I really love this house, but it needs new carpet. That's going to cost five thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Right. It's never right. They no. don't know. It's going to cost wanna... like right at three, maybe twenty seven hundred. It really depends on how big the rooms are. But you're going to pay more because you're paying for them to have to do it too. Yeah, like it's a convenience thing. Yeah. So you can't you can't depend on buyers knowing what the cost of new granite is or how much it costs to paint a dining room. It's just not going to work. Um, and then we've talked about this before in vacant homes. Mm. That can the condition requirements are amplified. You're when there is nothing in your house, all they have to focus on is the flaws. There's nowhere to hide. Mm. There's nowhere to hide. So you have got to get that thing, you know, touch up paint and all that stuff done. Mm-hmm. It needs to look good. Exterior um, landscaping and yeah, regular power washing. I mean, it needs to feel fresh. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And then I had good showings. So we got to have good condition. We got to have good showings. Mm -hmm. So 
when you're preparing for a showing, turn on those lights and lamps. And we've gone over like the things you do to show. But remember, that's part of staging too. Yeah, absolutely. Staging actually... doesn't end after pictures are taken. No. And like, pictures, how does your house look? Pictures whenever... are part of it. Right. You got to stage it and then you got to get professional photos so that it looks good online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, you know, it's hard to do a podcast, all, you know, something auditory on a very visual topic. Sure. So it's difficult. I have lots of visual aids and photos of, you know, befores and afters. Maybe we and can all put them on our Instagram this week. Maybe so. That would be fun. Uh, but I have one where client, my clients bought a house that just was ugly paint, really. Yeah. And they got it for a discount of $56,000 oh off my of, gosh. like, really, off of list price. So they bought it for three eighteen. I'm going to tell you how many years passed. That was, they bought it in 2011. Okay. They sold it in 2018. So seven years. They painted it. That's it. That is all they did. Okay. Painted. Didn't change out anything else. And they sold it for four fifteen. <gasps> oh my gosh. They painted the interior. That's amazing. That's it. And a lot of the interior, they didn't paint until like the main living area was kind of a old 2011 tan. Um, they didn't paint until I went to go list it. And I'm like, you got to paint this living room. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That's a hundred thousand dollars almost. Wow. It's just crazy. So the power of paint is unbelievable. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Okay. So we talked about the difference between decorating and interior design. Um, let's talk about this term, style specific. Mm. If you want to be kind to your clients while you're <laughs> telling them to remove things, uh, try the terminology style specific. They That's have good. A, they have a style. It is not necessarily the style that every buyer is going to be appealing to. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, when you stage, what you take away is more important than what you add. Yes. That's your editing. And I tell people, when you're getting your house ready to sell, it is phase one of moving. Yeah. If it's not coming with you to the next house, right. clean out your closets. Make your closets feel bigger. Yeah. If, if there are pieces of furniture that aren't really doing anything and aren't coming with you, get rid of them now. And then when you get a purchase agreement, you're living off of the bare minimal. Yeah. So you don't have a lot that you have to purge at that time. Right. Well, I think that's true. And I think that um, it's good to get them in the right mindset to move. Mm-hmm. Start packing it into boxes. Then you're commit because pe- sometimes people are so emotional. Yes. That they it's hard to let go of the house. Right. And if you've already started packing and you've taken down your personal photos, typically when I go back after the photos have come down, they're like, it doesn't feel like our house anymore. And I'm like, perfect. Great. That's where you need to be to negotiate (laughs) what is essentially a business transaction. Yes. Like we need you to not be thinking about you bringing your babies home from the hospital. Right. We need you to be thinking about the next place. We are detaching. Got to detach. And I think it's hugely helpful to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remind my clients that their competition is new construction. Yes. There is likely something somewhat nearby, similarly sized, maybe only a little bit more expensive that's new construction. And maybe that's not. what they're going to get. Maybe it's the same. <laughs> And that's what they're going to go look at. And you've got to be able to stay in your ground against that. Right. Um, and then curb appeal. Oh, that's yeah. really step one of staging. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, everyone knows the term curb appeal. You know, your bushes and your grass and your, you know, sidewalks, they all need to look good. Yeah. And your front door. Oh, my gosh. Holy smokes. Wipe that thing down. Get a fresh coat of paint. The people are going to be stopping at your door while the realtor is getting the key out. 
this is the time that they're looking around and like thinking about this house and you know if they can see themselves there you better have a good looking front door yeah um and then that first impression when you open the front door if you cannot find a way to stage every room of your house that main area yeah better be on point good greeting you gotta yeah you want you know i love a good foyer yeah the foyer should have a table and a lamp how does it smell oh my gosh how does it smell <laughs> i showed some of the smelliest houses this weekend really yes it was so strange I've had a couple of houses recently that were smoky and um, and some more than others but it's really interesting because i don't think in either case they were smoking in the house sure and one of them was like a really high-end property mm-hmm. and i was just like you know, that care that goes with you, carries right. with you, especially if there's any carpet around. Yeah. But bedding, curtains, that all holds that smell. Yeah. Smells. Yeah. Definitely want your smell to be taken care of. I'm kind of lost right now on what smell to go with because I feel like sometimes I walk into a house and it's like air freshener hits it's, you in the face. Yeah. But especially the vacant ones, I still kind of struggle. I like those little sachets, you know, from yeah. the Kirklands. Yeah. You can get Paris and Venice or the good scents or some of the good scents. And you put it in a closet okay, or a cabinet. You don't want it like out where it's knocking you over when you walk in. Right. But where it's just gently there. Maybe two. Okay. I'll tell you where I also think is a problem. And if I'm the buyer's agent, I'm having red flags go off for me. If there is an air freshener plugged in to every room of the house, yeah. this is not a good sign. Something smells. Something's up. So you don't want to go over. Yeah. It's a fine line. Don't go overboard, mm. but make sure it smells good. Right. Also... What is the purpose of a room? I say this when we're on foyers and the first impression. So many floor plans in our market, especially older ones, have that old formal dining room or mm-hmm. even not even an old floor plan. If there is a formal dining room at the entrance of your home and you now use it as the playroom or your office or maybe even a library I could get on board with, you're likely going to need to make that look like a dining room. Hmm. It just... It, it needs to make sense. Yeah. Your buyers have to walk in and be like, oh, I get it. This if, is the dining room. If I come in and it's a playroom and I don't have kids, I'm like, well, I don't need this space. Sure. You know? And look, I know formal dining rooms really in a lot of new floor plans don't even exist. Right. But no matter what the room is, if you changed a bedroom into an office, you may want to consider putting a twin bed back in there if there's space so that they can see what size bed fits in the room. I mean, you don't want... I I showed a house the other day that they moved the master bedroom upstairs into mm. a spare room because all the kids' rooms were upstairs. Okay. They had young children and they had converted the master bedroom into a den, like a, oh, a, no. second, di- like a second den. It had a TV. And a- That's weird. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's weird. So if you're using a room for a purpose that it wasn't originally intended, consider Mm -hmm. changing it back. Hello, friends. Hi, all. Our template course has launched. It's out there. And we have been getting some really positive feedback. Yes, I have some great feedback I wanted to share with you guys. Um, We had one purchaser say, thank you for these templates. As a new agent, I feel it would have taken me years to create these on my own. That's awesome. I know, it's so great. And then I had, these are so incredibly helpful. What a great investment. Thank you for your time and efforts putting these together. I think that, you guys, this is the answer to saving yourself some time. It, It helps you put systems in 
place. It yep. keeps you professional. It keeps you consistent. It just makes everything run so much smoother. So much smoother. You're never going to forget to tell somebody something. No, because this it's covers, all there. It's all there. And you're going to edit it to make it sound like your voice if you'd like. And it's going to be perfect for your business. Yeah. So go check out our template course. Yes. At hustlehumblypodcast.com. Perfect. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Now, second tip on the formal dining room, if you have a formal dining room and you also have a nice size breakfast or eating kitchen area where a good table can fit and you can make the dining, formal dining room look like a nicely put together office, not sure. a disaster, yeah. I'm okay with that. We only need one place to eat. Right. But just be mindful. Um, and again, that's going to set the tone for your house. How you walk into that foyer is important. Yeah. Um, also, I have to remind sellers that your furniture goes with you, but buyers are looking at your property as a whole. So if you have furniture in poor condition, if it's scratched up, if it's old leather sofa and it's flaking off, and yeah. you need to either find a way to fix it, cover it with a blanket, not like weirdly. Well, but buyers are so emotion driven yeah. that how they feel inside of a house really matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to like take that into account. Yeah. Um, the old English scratch cover is one of my tips um, for staging. It's $6. Okay. You get it at the Home Depot or the Lowe's or the sometimes It's Walmart. for leather? No, not for leather. Oh. Any type of stained furniture or cabinetry. Oh, okay. I have even so had a client. like wood. Yeah, wood. Okay. Anything wood. And there's a couple of tones to it, dark and light. Get what you need. But I've had clients fully freshen up their cabinets in their kitchen, like yeah. stained cabinets. $6. Oh, my gosh. And a rag. Not, and they were like, oh, I Just know we're going to have down. to restain these and it's going to be thousands of dollars. Yes, if you restain them, it would yeah, be. Yeah, but not if you just clean them I up. sellers use that on a exterior door, their back door. I mean, the before and after blow your mind. That's amazing. Uh, but you can also, my point is you can also use it on your furniture. So if you've got yeah. a big scratch in your end table or your coffee table, try it. You mm-hmm. know, make that stuff look better. Um, okay. So you want to work from the main living area out when you stage. If you have a bedroom that you just can't possibly make a bedroom again, I am not going to fuss about it as your agent. Mm-hmm. I want your master to look good. Yeah, same. Living room, kitchen, dining room, you know, make it all make sense. But some of the spare bedrooms. I even tell people if we need to designate maybe the smallest bedroom that we don't take a picture of. Yeah. And you want to use it for storage. All these things I'm making you pack up. If yeah. You, people know you're moving. I, I do the and same thing. And as long thing. as they can walk in and open the closet. Yeah, still, gotta get in the closet. Um, they know that you're moving and that it doesn't yeah. offend them to see one room full of boxes or whatever. I you know? agree. I do the same thing about the garage. If you've got to take out those extra toys and mm-hmm. what big things put them in the garage just make sure you can walk all the way around mm-hmm. i mean it's not realistic to have your home looking like a model home but you still have to try and you have to consolidate the clutter like every room can't have yeah clutter yeah for sure um i have some tips on when you take down your personal photos too oh okay okay if you if the it's going to be difficult or your wall is going to be completely bare you can leave the photo in there, but replace something in front of it, like okay. a decorative piece of paper, a print of a landscape or animals or what, something neutral Yeah, in front so that later when you move, you can just slip it right back out. Right. And then you've got your framed photo. But you don't have to worry about like the hole being there. Yeah. Or, okay. Exactly. You can wait and touch it up and patch it in when you move instead of before you list. Okay. The actual hole from the picture. Yes. Um, you could even do pretty fabric. Anything. You can hmm. put anything in those frames. Um, also 
big um, names on the wall. Yeah. Or initials that are I know. big. Or family. They're like, oh, this is Jonathan's room. Right. Family crests. <laughs> right. All those names need to got to come yes. down. If it's you're, not going to be Jonathan's room anymore. No. If you're, and I've actually had clients who were confused by even a, a boy's room painted blue and a girl's room painted pink. Hmm. Because they're like, well, I have two girls or I don't have. What you know, you paint. This is, <laughs> but people I know, don't people know. Can't people paint. can't visualize. They don't understand. So just keep that in <sighs> mind that it's hard. Assume that the whoever's buying your house isn't using it exactly the same way you did. I had a listing that I was the second agent. Okay. And they were referred to me by a previous client. And I was thankful when I looked through their pictures because there was so much room for improvement. I love that. The only things that we did were took down red drapes and replaced them with the cheapest white Walmart drapes mm-hmm. that we could find. And then her son's room was LSU themed. Yeah. And she said, I told everybody that we would paint. I told all the buyers, we will paint this room. Guess what? Nobody cares because all they see is this bright purple and yeah. yellow room. Right. I said, we have to paint it. And you could tell they thought, it's. I'm being silly. Like, this doesn't matter. Right. We That house had been on the market six months. Yeah. We made those two changes and it sold like within a week. That's amazing. It's just crazy. Were they like, thank you? Yes. Here's the thing. The seller, whether they think you're crazy or not in the beginning, is going to thank you when it works. They're going to see the results. Like, oh, thank you so much. I had a similar situation. I had a seller call me. Their home was vacant. They had moved out of state. This is a really sad story, actually. Um, They had it listed with another agent and they got it under contract and they went ahead and moved to another state okay. to be close to their grandchildren and the transaction fell apart. <gasps> so now you know, their house was lived in when they listed it, but now it was vacant. As it was vacant, um, time went on, um, no showings or le- whatever, no offers. They have to reduce the price, reduce the price, reduce the price, reduce so the price. Sad. Well, they came back when their listing was expiring to find out that, like the weeds were overgrown and oh, the yard no. didn't They look didn't right. even know. They thought that their agent would be like telling checking. them. Yeah. Either they would check it or they would get feedback from the showings yeah. and then tell them, hey, you know, things they need to be addressed. <laughs> so she had me come over and I did my my consult. They had um, some style specific colored painted walls. Yeah. And the house was great. It was on a lake. It was a nice neighborhood. It was in a good price point. I'm like, I think that your price changes are too low. Yeah. I think you've gone too low. And I'm like, but you need to paint this. And she's like, really? I'm like, yes. It's a non-negotiable. The kitchen was red Mm. with stained cabinets. It was really style specific. And I'm like, look, go get the ballet white. You guys, Benjamin Moore ballet white. I have never known a house that it didn't work in, but, you know, get a sample. Or Sherwin-Williams alabaster. These are the two similar Mm -hmm. colors. Um, these work. Yeah. They work with almost any trim color. Anything. They work. They just work. Just good, bright neutrals. Um, and they painted the main area. And I think the master bedroom and bath had been green. So oh, they painted those. Okay. Um, that's, we did that. Painted there outside. They had to, they had to pay almost $2,000 to freshen up their landscape because it had gotten well, so it out of hand. Well, if it far, you have to. It had gotten so out of hand. They freshened it all up. They did a power washing and they did a painting. Wow. That's it. It sold multiple offers first <gasps> couple of days on the market. Oh, were they just like, 
Well, they were like, why didn't my agent tell me this? Oh, man. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They were like, we did, we had, they had the means. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. sometimes we could have done something. They some just people needed don't to have ask. the means. And I get it if you don't have the money to paint every room in your house, but they had the means. Right. They were sitting on two mortgages. They would rather pay the $3,000 to paint and landscape. Yeah. And then sell it. Right. It's just crazy. So you have to remember to say it that way to people mm-hmm. so that they understand, well, if you pay it up front, then you, you're you not sitting on this house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a really good success story, but that's not an isolated event. No. I have a lot of stories It like happens that. all the time. Um, okay. So what other things do you find you tell sellers a lot, like repeatedly? Oh my gosh. You have so many things in your, to get ready before photos. Yeah. Um, tell the story cause you've said it in another episode, but in case someone missed it of the, um, fake floral in the feedback with the, the male oh, agent who was. Yes. Whenever I had the showing where we walk in a new construction home, it's only like one year old and these people are living here now. And it literally felt like a jungle. (laughs) They had the old plastic green vine above all the cabinets in the kitchen and the fake tree in the corner and fake flowers on every table, but not good fake flowers. No, no, no. (laughs) You know, succulents these days are so good that you see people. It's like girl watered her fake succulent for two years and then realized it was fake. <laughs> like these things are, they look like, good. It's happening more and more, but the, the fake floral from the nineties, it's time to go. Yeah. But when I left the feedback, the agent literally was like, what fake floral? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm go look at your pictures. It online. was everywhere. He said, wow, I never even noticed that. Yeah. Hence, Get a visual person oh to help heart. you with and your listing. And that's why I think the checklist is so good because it's so vi- it's so broad yeah. that if you do one thing, if you just remove all the fake floral, that's yeah. life-changing. Yeah. If you just remove all the dark colors, all the patterns. Yeah, for sure. You know, it makes a big difference. So I agree. Do you want to just hear some of my general tips that everyone can use? Yeah. All right. I'm going to just kind of speed through some of them. Okay. Okay. Um, replace the light bulbs in your home. Make sure they match. Make sure they match. <laughs> if you need help picking a light bulb, I know there are a lot of them. Um, go towards warm light. Okay. Not natural light. Okay. Natural is when they end up looking kind of blue. Okay. Like that that um, fluorescent light. Warm is more like an old school incandescent. I know we can't really buy a lot of incandescents anymore, which I'm fine with. LEDs and um, sure. CFLs last longer. But get the warm light. Don't get the wrong light. And make them all match. Yes. And make sure they're all working. Yeah. Lots of houses with missing bulbs. Um, Okay. Think about getting some lamps in some rooms. Or if you have lamps, make sure they have bulbs. And during photos, at the very least, turn that stuff on. I love lamps on at a showing. Oh, When I get to a house early, I try to turn on all the lamps. I think that's great. Um, Get your stainless steel appliances looking brand new. Mm-hmm. Soap and water will clean those things up, and then you can polish them with stainless steel polish, with baby oil. Um, there's all different ways you can polish yeah. up your stainless steel if you have it. Um, we've already talked about the old English scratch cover. Use that. It's so cheap and so mm-hmm. worth it. Um, if you need to freshen up an older brown leather sofa, or even any style older sofa, think about getting some light-colored current pillows. So mm-hmm. if, it, if it's a print and you need to get neutrals, that's fine. Just get solids. Go to Target. Go to Home Goods. 
Go buy something that's currently available. Pillows and a throw blankie. And get one of those light, nice, soft throw blankets and you're in business. Um, if you purchase something, make sure it's something you like and want to use in your new home. Mm -hmm. I think that's important um, because we're not going to tell you to do a lot of purchasing. Um, okay. We've talked about the blanket. Remove your personal photos. We've been here. Uh, remove all the items from the surface of your refrigerator. <laughs> yes. Oh, my heavens. That means the top and the front and yep. the sides everywhere. Everywhere. Nothing on the fridge. Um, also, I remove off the tops of the kitchen cabinets. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I know cabinet styles are different in different areas. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of those, like, different staggered cabinets where people mm -hmm. love to put decor on top of them. Yeah. Um, it takes away from the architectural details of your home because mm -hmm. now you're focused on the decor mm -hmm. up there instead of the crown molding or the paint or the ceiling height or whatever. Sure. Okay. Um, clean off kitchen and bathroom counters. Yes. The emptier the surfaces are, the larger they'll appear. Um, in the master bath, you want it to feel like a spa. Roll the white towels. White towels. White towels. All the bathrooms need a white towel. Mm -hmm. White hand towel, white towels. Um, you don't, maybe a fake orchid, but you don't want a lot. No. You don't need a bunch of stuff. Um, certainly not all the soaps and all the toothbrushes. No. Whenever we come for photos, I'm always stashing toothbrushes. Know, hiding things. Moving things around. Um, and that kind of brings up when your agent comes to take photos, they should tell you, or you should consider putting away these things yes. for the photo. Mm -hmm. The baby high chair does not need to be in the photo. It's okay if you need it on a daily basis. Yeah, it can be there, for, there showing. for showings. Yeah. But don't put it in the photo. Um, in all the closets, and you want to be organized and get things off of the floor. Right. You need to be able to open it and see the floor. The less stuff on the floor, the bigger it's going to appear. Mm -hmm. If you are in a season where you can remove the clothes of the other season... Consider it, especially if your clothes are jammed in so tight you can hardly get them back out. Yeah. If the clothes are loosely in the closet, mm -hmm. then it looks like more will fit. Right. And then you don't get this buyer saying, oh, I don't think all my stuff's going to fit in here. Right. If you look like you're running out of room, they're going to feel like they're running out they're of room. They're already out of room. Oh, the, another thing that I remember um, my stager saying that I thought was great, like a bookshelf. You got built in or just your own bookshelf that's furniture and it's filled to the brim with books, a million books or tchotchkes or whatever. The buyer looks at that and thinks, oh, I got to move that. Right. Not, not that, the, but they know in their heart they don't have to move yours, but it just makes it seem like so much so work much to, to move. Do. It's so yeah. much work to move. If you take out three quarters of what's on your bookshelf and mm -hmm. just leave a few things, it's going to look simpler and yeah. easier. That's good. Okay. Um, remove all evidence of your pets for showings. Yes. Bowls mm -hmm. and blankies and beds and toys. I know you guys. Cat scratchers. Is the, yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> the cat tree. Yeah. Um, I know this is not fun. It, again. It's a lot of work. Selling your house is work. Um, pack. Make a to-go box. I used to shove the, the dog's bed into the um, washing machine. Yeah. Just I've opened ovens before on showings and they were full of toys. Whatever. Like just shove it anywhere. Wh whatever it's got. Yeah, whatever it works, you know, make it look good. It's just gotta look good. Most most first showings are not digging around. Sure. I mean it's fine. Um make sure all your dirty clothes are contained in a hamper or a laundry basket in the laundry room. It's sad that this has to be on there, but people just People throw their clothes, especially in the closet. They're just on the floor. I can't tell you how many <sighs> undergarments I've seen on the floor of a showing. Wow. Why? 
bras hanging on door straps. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Um, we've already talked about making your home smell nice. Okay, this is the one thing you may need to pay for that is almost a non-negotiable. You need fresh mulch in your flower beds. Yes. yes. There is no way around this. You need fresh mulch and you need to save this task for the weekend before you list your house. Right. Or Any outside stuff is like the last on the list because it's, it's going to come back, you know. Yes. Um, you want to cut back your plants and all that jazz. Um, remove your window screens for showings. It'll make your rooms look brighter. Hmm. And it's easier to clean the windows. It just looks cleaner. Yeah. Um, don't throw them away. No. Because you need them. Keep them in the attic. Attic, garage, whatever you got to do. Um, Okay, in your dining room, if you're trying to make it look bigger, you can remove the leaf and mm-hmm. put fewer chairs around. And then you just pull the extra chairs like out to the corner of the room. Yeah. It's always nice. We talked about pressure washing. Um, turn your blinds horizontally for showings. Make sure to raise. Let the light in. Yeah, raise your window shades all to the same level. Um, remove style specific drapes. Okay. Don't forget those. Um, bed linens. I want you to tell me about bed linens. Oh, man. Well, there's so many themed bed linens. Sometimes they match the floral drapes. And I feel like, especially in the master, the bed is the Mm -hmm. focal point of the picture. Yeah. So going with something, I mean, you can get a really cheap, white, creamy quilt on Amazon. Yeah. And I just tell them to put it on their bed every morning over what they use and call it a day. But it makes a huge difference. Huge difference. Yeah. And I mean, they're not, it's not expensive. No. I like your idea. Sometimes I can flip it over. If there is a pattern, I just look on the other side of the bedspread and it's usually a solid color. And And as long as the color is agreeable and it's not, you know, too loud or whatever, then we just flip the bed. If you're telling them, if they have to buy something, you just say white. Yes. Yeah, it's easy. Yes. Okay. Um, Deep clean your windows, mirrors, and shower glass. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Sometimes the shower door, there's no coming back. I know. Those are so tricky. And they're not that expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess it depends on your shower. Yeah. They can get Um, up there. I would look into it and just see what it costs, but try and clean it as best you can. Um, Okay. We've talked about paint colors. Leave no more than three items of decor per surface. Um, if the item is smaller than a golf ball, pack it up. Yeah. We don't need those little no trinkets. Um, I like a large cut leaf from the yard in a vase. Yeah. Even in a bacon home, that thing lasts for three weeks with just the water in the vase. That's awesome. It's amazing. Um, a light colored rug can help help define space in an open floor plan. If mm-hmm. you're in an open floor plan and it's kind of tough, I like a rug for that. Um Decorating for holidays. Mm. If it's Christmas and you're about to list, you might want to consider taking your photos pre-decorations. Yes. No decorations and photos. Yeah, because then it's just going to date your listing. Yeah, if it's February and you have your Christmas tree. Yeah, that's no good. Um, and here you go. If we've talked about the fake floral, remove all the items from the top of your cabinets. If your home is starting to feel more boring and neutral, you're on the right track. On the right you're track. You're on the right track. Um, so those are the tips that I, I love give it. everybody. Um, there is a way t- for you guys to access them. So we'll like post it um, if you just want the whole list of tips. Well, that's in our templates class. Yeah, that one is in the templates. Yeah. Along with our, in our template course, we also have the instructions for sellers, what to do what for to showings do. and yeah. things like that. I like so that. It's, on good. The, it's in the template course. Any other thoughts about staging? 
I just think it's so important. And I think that as realtors, we need to be providing that service to for our sure. clients. Yeah. If you can't do it yourself, pay someone to do it. I mm-hmm. mean, I would pay for the staging consult. Sure. Me. Yeah. As the realtor. Yeah. Now, me as the realtor, I do it. Yeah. And it's a non-negotiable. Must be done. Just because the house is vacant doesn't mean you don't need to have some staging talks. Right. Now, I think bringing in, do you bring in furniture a lot? I don't bring in any furniture. Yeah. But I did go to Hobby Lobby one time and spent like $500 on one big canvas that I use over and over for fireplace mantles. Uh-huh. I have orchids that I put in bathrooms. Yeah. <clears throat> a couple of green succulent things that yeah. I put on tape just to kind of help the... Yeah. I have a stack of um, white towels. And I just move it around yeah. to em- empty listings or, for sure. you know, whatever needs it. So. On an empty listing, I am really adamant that I don't want you to try and stage with two dining room chairs in a living room. Right. And a rug. Like, I no, cannot handle no. it. No. Just it doesn't make sense. If you can't make the room look complete, don't bother. Don't do it. <laughs> but with that being said, the item that I bring to a vacant home almost every time yeah. are my two bar stools. Oh, yeah. Because it, it gives a place to sit mm-hmm. for you and or people who are showing or whatever. It, it You can put it in the kitchen. It looks done in the photo. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else to it. And then I will bring like the towels, you know, for right. the bathrooms. Because you can make the bathroom look done. Sure. If, if you can look done, then do it. If it can't look done. Um, and also, don't forget, you might need to bring a rug for a vacant listing at the mm-hmm. front door. Mm-hmm. Or at least a, a mat or something so that they're not tracking dirt all the way through the house. Right. On a rainy day or whatever. Um, I have, I've only had one listing and it was the big one that paid the state for a stager to bring in right. furniture. I had one builder do it for his big yeah. model home. And I know in some markets, they always do it. Mm-hmm. There are markets where they remove all of the furniture and then bring in furniture for staging. Wow. It's just crazy. And I don't know if we'll ever get there here. Um, but it's very interesting. It is. And I think typically it's like a two month rental. Yeah. Yeah. So you got two months of furniture. If you're having trouble with a listing that has a tricky floor plan, that is when bringing in furniture is so helpful. Mm-hmm. If people are having trouble visualizing how to use space, yeah, you need that. You do. Yeah. Um, staging, as you can tell, this is Katie, <laughs> is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. I love it. It is my favorite topic. If I went back to school back in time and picked my schooling again, I would do interior design. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. That's awesome. It's my favorite thing. So happy to answer questions. Okay. You got anything else? I think that's good. Okay. So um, for today's toast, um, uh, we I have sort of like an announcement-ish and a toast. I have decided to change brokers. Um, I have found an amazing office locally, Southerly, that is very design and staging focused. Perfect for you. It's perfect. Perfect. And today I want to toast to that broker, Brandy Veazey. I'm really excited and it's going to be fun time. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. So I'm just really jazzed about it. It just totally fits with what I love. Perfect. So I'll be surrounded by like tile samples and flooring <laughs> and paint colors and I will be like in heaven. Yes. It'll be wonderful. Okay. That's it. Cheers, Brandy. Cheers, Brandy. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.